Welcome. Pull up a seat, slip on your headphones, or just turn up the volume a bit. You found the Glenise Show with Glenise Hughes. This is not a show for those who are fine with a small life. No, we go big here. You can transform every aspect of your life if you just know where to start. Now, here's your host, Glenise. Hello and welcome to the Glenise Show with myself, Glenise Hughes. Thank you so much for listening in. I am so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. This week's show is called Which Road Are You On? And it is inspired from the previous week where uh, I was working with a group of people and I was sharing, you know, really when we're when we're talking and focusing on what isn't working uh, or, or of course we could be talking and focusing on what we'd like to create that uh, that one of the participants when I was talking about this gave me this visual of a fork in the road and I've actually used that I had a class this weekend I had an amazing class this weekend like I I am pretty sure it was one of so far the most phenomenal class that I have facilitated and what would it take to outcreate that and it was phenomenal I just loved it it was called exponentializing your capacities with energies and it was just it was just wow and it was of course I'm awesome and everybody who showed up I mean they really showed up like they really really showed up there was courage there was vulnerability there was change there was choice it was awesome so I've been using this kind of analogy and I kept using it this weekend also like what road are you on so when you know participants in the class would be like well this isn't working and that's not working and I really want this to work but it's not working and you know that that sometimes we do that I would say to them so what road are you on like when you're focusing on and whining and this isn't and this is wrong and this is bad and all of that, like what road are you on? And of course you can't see me, but I'm like, you know, giving you this like V, you know, you can be on the road that is going to create more of that. Or you could go choose the other road, which is the road that is what you would actually like. And it is totally your choice. It's not wrong to be on the the road that doesn't create more. And it's not right to be on the road that does create more. They're both just choices. But when, like with that analogy, with that picture in my head, because I'm really good at pictures in my head, uh, it just was so much clearer. And then everybody got it also. You know, so during the class when people would, would be on the road that didn't create more, it would be like, what road are you on? And they're like, oh, wait a minute. And it was just like, wow. And the how it came up in the original discussion that, that um, her name is Delia, she's a sweetheart, and she gave me that analogy of the fork in the road. How it came up there is I was sharing with them of how, you know, and I've talked about it in my radio shows and stuff. So once we, once we moved to this new place that I'd spent um, almost four years, I think credit card, uh, free credit card, uh, past expenditures free. I had, you know, I would use them every month, of course, and I would pay them off. And then once we moved here, the paying them off wasn't as ease. There was just a lot of expenses. And anyway, it does, I, there's no justification. I just ended up with creating, I chose to create, uh, some credit card past expenditures. And it was like, I kept spinning on that and I knew it and I knew what I was doing. Uh, I mean, I was aware of it. And then about, I don't know if it was like about a month ago, I had, um, I've also been changing my body a lot. So I was able to put on a ring that I hadn't been able to wear in a while. And it's, I have two rings that are, are valued quite high. So I was wearing my, the one ring I wear all the time, which is one of them. And then this new ring I was able to put on. And so I was doing something with my hands and I looked down at my hands and I just stopped for a moment. I was like, wait a minute, I could sell both of these rings right now and pay off those credit card expenditures and still have money left over. And it was just like this huge epiphany for me of, wait a minute, because what I was choosing with like that credit card debt was the uh, like, and it's 
like, and I don't have money and, and we don't have enough money and there's never enough money and like all of that crazy, which really isn't true at all, at all. But it took me wearing both rings, looking at both rings and going, wait a minute. I could literally go to any, you know, pawn shop or, you know, place and sell these two rings right now, pay off the credit card expenditures and be done with this whiny, you know, road, so to speak. And that's that's what it took. And I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done focusing on what I what I would like less of. And it's really about shifting it into what I would like more of. And of course, not even just looking at the two rings, but the energy that those two rings gift me is so, so, so delicious. And then what I've been able to create since then has been absolutely miraculously magical awesomeness because I've actually been able to pay off a third of those credit card expenditures in a very short period of time. And like seriously how does it get any better than this and all it took well not all it took no scratch that but one of the things it took was me to get off the whiny road and on to okay so what is it going to take because of course we can often be asking what would it take to change this what would it take to shift this what would it take to pay off this past expenditure but if we're not operating from the road that creates more then we're going to be on the on the road that creates less asking that question, which is a totally different energy. So everywhere that you have put more value in the energy of creating less, will you just turn and create all that and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine pot pock shorts, boys and beyonds. Whose lies, what lies, and how many beingnesses are you using to create the energy of creating less continuously are you choosing? Everything that is, we just turn and create it all, return to center with consciousness. <sighs> right, wrong, good, bad, all nine potpock shorts, boys and beyonds. And how many jails are you using to create the dominance of E equals MC squared, creating the choosing the energies that create less are you choosing. Everything that is, we just turn and create it all, return to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine potpock shorts, boys and beyonds. So just, you know, bring to mind right now something that has, you know, that maybe you've been wanting to change or you've been frustrated with lately. And just look at that. Like how often are you in the energy with that of, creating the same of it, like creating less, continuously focusing on it and whining about it and, you know, blaming and just all that stuff. And then how much are you in the energy of asking for what you'd really like with it? Yeah. Everything that brings up, we just turn and create it all and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine podpock shorts, boys and beyonds. And really look at, you know, each one of you, if you're, you know, if you, if you really see this and get that you've been doing it, like really look at who are you mimicking? Like, who did you see focus on what wasn't working and spin in that? And maybe even it seemed like they were trying to change it, but it was from that energy. Everything that brings up, we just turn and create it all and return it to center with consciousness. Oh my goodness. Oh, sorry, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, bud, fuck, shorts, boys and beyonds. Pardon me. That was a lot of energy on that. So yeah, like really, when you look at that, it's, you know, probably a parent or a caregiver. It could be somebody that may be like a spouse now or something too. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be somebody from a long ago. And it likely also was. So you might have married somebody similar, but also you might want to look at the parents or people you spent with when you were growing up. And of course, this reality, right? This reality doesn't have us talk about more and creating greater and what we'd like on the planet. This reality is all about the problems and the fixing of it and the focusing on it and the talking about it and on and on and on. So everywhere that you've been fitting in by choosing to be the energy that creates less, 
Will you destroy and uncreate it all and return to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, puck, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And just in case it sounds a little bit funny, um, rather than, you know, running the clearings with what road are you on, you know, kind of go with that. I am talking about it more from the place of like the energy of creating less and the energy of creating more just so that the clearings, um, you know, maybe if you listen to them in, in six months or something, you might forget what the show topic was about, but the clearings themselves would actually match the energy better. So just in case you wonder why I'm wording them like that. Yeah. So like, really, like, I just, I, I was, oh, there's just so much with this topic that for me that I've really started to acknowledge, like even just with the rings and looking at like, once I, once I really got, cause if you'd asked me two months ago, I would have told you, yeah, you know what I, when I think about money and the credit card past expenditures, I am in that kind of crazy place with it. Like I wouldn't have denied it. But I actually didn't really acknowledge to the degree that I was, I would say almost like from a victim space, like this is the way it is and there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah, so this is the way it is. There's nothing I can do about it. This is the way it is. There's nothing I can do about it. This is the way it is. There's nothing I can do about it. All of the Shiku implants and explants holding that in place from all lifetime, space, dimension, reality, universe, and anywhere I haven't mentioned. Will you revoke, recant, rescind, renounce, denounce, reclaim, destroy, and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine putt shorts, boys, and beyonds. And in case you're not familiar, Shiku is an acronym for secret, hidden, invisible, covert, unsaid, unacknowledged, unseen, I think that's all, but sometimes there's another un that I forget. Anyway, um, basically the stuff that we keep hidden. So even that phrase, you know, this is it. There's nothing I can do about it type of like there's an energy to that of like that's real and that's solid. And so when we run that on phrases that we use like that and often cliches, you know, if if you ever hear yourself saying, um, you know, uh, money doesn't grow on trees or if you often open your mouth and your mother comes out or your father comes out, like those are the things that you want to be running that clearing on because those are the things that a lot of times you don't even know you're saying, you don't even know is in your world. Yeah, so everything that is, we destroy and uncreate it all, return to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine pot shorts, boys and beyonds. And you know, as I'm talking about this, one of the things that I've seen countless times is that we've been taught somewhere along the way that having that, that, that energy or talking about what isn't working, people get attention from that and likely it started as a little kid you know where they came home from school and they had a bad day and mom took extra time with them or dad took extra time with them because they were upset and so then it becomes this kind of message that the more upset you are the more attention you'll receive and so then there's people who maybe don't get a lot of attention and or are you know maybe just like a lot of attention and they've that's what they start doing is they start really intensifying their stories so that they get even more attention and then a lot of times for for us that's really difficult to be around because there's a there's a pulling on that there's a neediness and a lot of us you know even though we might sometimes do that you know there is this um kind of like a, a a response to kind of push back, right? If somebody needs somebody f- needs something from us or they're trying to pull from us, often we just put up a barrier and, and we fight with that energy. We may not do it verbally, but we energetically like go no. And then usually we use terms like they're a vampire, they're an energy vampire, they're sucking me dry, you know, all of those things. And really, I mean, a couple of things with that. One, if you have that or as that occurs, just remember you're an infinite being and you have infinite everything. So if they're pulling from you, give them what they're pulling. Like doesn't mean you have to sit and listen to their stories. That's not what I mean at all. But energetically allow it. Drop those barriers and allow people to pull from you and to be needy with you. Because you're an infinite being. So there's nothing that they could take from you that would then make you tired or make you less than, unless you have the point of view that you're somehow limited 
in your energy or in your time or in your space or whatever it is. And there's no limitations as an infinite being. So then the like with that, like just allow them to pull, allow that neediness and then do what works for you. If it doesn't work for you to go visit them, don't go visit them that day. And when I say like it doesn't work for you to go visit them, I mean in that 10 seconds. I don't mean when we do this whole thing of I'm never going to go visit them again. They're energy suckers. That's a conclusion. There's no question in that. So I mean if it in the 10 seconds that they invite you to come for coffee, if it doesn't work for you, then don't go. And don't conclude that it'll never work for you. You know, just recognize that that's what it is. You're just you're just resisting what they're choosing. And if you didn't resist it, you could actually receive even more. Yeah, so everywhere you've resisted receiving more, will you destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, putt, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Because, like, really, nobody can take anything from you. If you don't have a point of view about it, you will actually be energized the more that people pull energy from you. Everything that brings up, we destroy it and create it all and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine potpock shorts, boys and beyonds. And maybe you know that you're one of those who does talk about kind of the worst case scenario or the, the problems to get attention. And so then if that is like, just be willing to acknowledge it for yourself. Be like, hey, you know what? I do that or I've done that or just acknowledge when you're doing it. Hey, I'm doing that right now. And then, of course, looking at like, who am I being? Who did I learn to do this from? And it might not be so much that you saw somebody doing it, but it could be like I was saying, where that was the only way you got attention was if you were, you know, you were in a tough spot or there was trouble or that sort of thing. And then we, we just learn to that's how we how we get that attention instead of like, what would it be like to not require to need or to have problems or to be in trouble or any of that to actually receive what you'd like to receive. <sighs> Everything that brings up, we destroy and uncreate it all, return to center with consciousness, right, wrong, good, battle, nine, pot, pot, shorts, boys and beyonds. And of course, you can look at that in your own life. It's like, who are you training, if you are, that they need to have problems or drama trauma to get your attention? You know, would you be willing to spend some time with them if they're, you know, if they're people that are important to you, that that isn't about that. That's about, tell me all of the great things that occurred for you today. You know, tell me what you love. And I don't mean from the, like the positive and negative, like only talk about the positive things and don't talk about the negative things. Like not from that energy, but really we could be on one of those two roads. We can be in the space of this is wrong and this is wrong and this is wrong. Or we can be in the space of like, wow, what else is possible here that I've never even considered? And, and I know it well because, I, you know, it's so fresh in my mind of the money crap, the money crazy. And then, but wait, I have two little tiny pieces of jewelry that I could sell and change it all if that was what was required. And just in my acknowledging that, just in my choice to get on the road of what creates more, was the start of actually changing it. Like to be down a third of that already is like mind blowing to me. So how does it get any better than that? And truly, truly what is possible when we're on the road of what will create more, when we're looking for and asking for what we would like as opposed to what's wrong, what's the problem, what's horrible, and all of that. So everything that brings up, we just start and create it all, return to center with consciousness. Whew, right, wrong, good, battle, nine, pop, rock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And on that note, we're going to head to break and we'll be right back. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel, voiceamericaempowerment.com. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? From across Europe, New York to California, Australia, and across Canada, along with her beautiful acreage near Edmonton, Alberta. Plus, you can also join many of Glenise's phenomenal classes, live streamed from the comfort of your home. 
check Glenise's schedule at GleniseHughes.com. If you would like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. GleniseHughes.com. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenice will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenice.net for more information about where Glenice will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenice to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenice.net the future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're tuned in to The Glenn East Show. Want to find out more about what Glenice and the show are about? Visit GlenniceHughes.com. Again, that's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E Hughes.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. So we are talking about which road are you on with this analogy of the fork in the road where we can go down the road of focusing on what doesn't create more, focusing on what creates more of what we are Um, not desiring more of, or we can go on the other road, which is the road of infinite possibilities, the road of asking for what we would actually like. And that's one thing that I, I mean, I talk about it a lot and I get that a lot of people don't really truly get it is that when, and you know, there's probably lots of times I'm not willing to truly get it either, but there's so many times where you want to remember <laughs> that whatever you're talking about or thinking about is an ask of the universe. So you are asking with every time. So using myself as an example, every time I was looking at the credit card past expenditures was like for I was actually asking for more of it because it was from this place of like, oh, my God, this, you know, I'll never, ever change this. This is horrible. This is awful. And, you know, all that stuff and the judgment of me. And it's something, there was a radio show that did, um, I think, The Lies About Money back in, I believe, February. And we'll put a link to that in the blog post for this radio show on my webpage. Because I share in there how I had talked to Gary and Simone. They were they were running the COP, Choice of Possibilities, in Denver. And I had live streamed in. And I asked them about this, about the topic, because it was like, what the hell? I, you know, I had all this kind of crazy around like, you know, does the house not want us to be here? Is it making us hard to live? Like it was all this, you know, everything was external also, right? I wasn't looking, well, I was, I was looking at every piece of it, but I wasn't willing to change it. Anyway, so I was talking to them about it and, and Simone really, you know, really, really gifted me in the sense of saying like, are you judging it? And it was like, hell yeah. Like I had made not having credit card past expenditures so significant that then when I created some or chose some, it was like the worst thing ever. And it's so funny to say that now, because now like when she said that and I really had the awareness of what I was doing, I was like, oh my God, like really, what does it matter? Like truly, what does it matter? Uh, And of course, I just prefer not to have it. I just really do prefer not to have it. I love the, the space of just not having that. And any of you have heard me talk, you know, I've done tons of radio shows about money. So you know that I came from the place of creating credit card debt and then paying it off and then creating it and paying it off. Like it was this constant cycle. And I believe it was back in 2014. And I had the awareness that I, maybe it was 2013, doesn't matter, that I was actually doing it as a way to entertain myself. So there's also another radio show called um, Ending the Drama Trauma with Money. So we'll put a link to that one too. So you can actually listen to both. One is recent and one is many years ago. But that once I got the energy that I was doing credit card debt, from drama trauma like I was actually just doing it to entertain myself because I needed more on the go uh that's when I actually finally changed it and then went you know without any for 
for years to then creating some and really looking at like, what did I do wrong? What's the point of view that I've bought? What like all of this stuff. And then when I talked to Gary and Simone about it, you know, one thing she, she gifted me so much was that awareness of how much I was judging it. And then the other thing that they both gave me the awareness was around like, but what are you creating? And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Like, holy shit. And she, Simone had said like, she has more past expenditures now than ever. And she knows that she's creating the future she desires. So I was like, oh, okay. You know, because let's say I had, I mean, I've only really ever had it around credit card uh, past expenditures, but let's say I had it around a house. So then, you know, I would never actually buy a house because unless you could buy, unless I could buy it with cash, because otherwise, you know, I'd make that the mortgage really wrong. And I've never, ever, I've never even seen a mortgage as, in a sense, a past expenditure. Like, I just, it's not. To me, it is, every house that we have had has gifted us so much inequity when we sell it. Okay, so we've only had two houses that we've bought and sold over the, you know, 20 plus years we've been together. But still, both, both of them have gifted us so much inequity that I, I just see it as an investment, And so then that was the other thing I was looking at after I talked with him. I was like, yeah, but the stuff that was on the credit cards that when we moved in and and these few months has not been like clothes and makeup and, you know, all the stuff that I used to put on credit cards. It's all the stuff that's creating the future. We know we've done a lot in Hubby's Garage to get it going, you know, and set up for him to really use the way he requires it and different things like that stuff for the house itself, stuff for the swimming pool, you know, all of that. And those are, to me, might be different for someone else, but to me, those are investments. And that's kind of, after we sold our first house, I think we bought it for um, $60,000. That's like mind blowing right now. Uh, And it was like, I don't know, 700 square feet house in the town of Vermilion. And it was back in 1997, we bought it. And when we sold it, we sold it for 120,000. And we sold it in 2002. So we didn't have it that long. We did put some renovations into it, absolutely. And, uh, And so like the like kind of like looking at it from say this reality is like back then when we sold it and we went to the the mortgage on the other acreage was much higher than of course the $60,000 and because we had that equity that's how we were able to buy it like because we had enough that we could put down otherwise we wouldn't have been able to buy it and that's the exact same thing with this house so then we bought that house, you know, back in 2004 when we bought it or 2002, I don't remember, you know, it was, it was a good price for an acreage. Um, but when we sold it all these years later, 10 plus years later, well, it's really high in value compared to what we bought it for. So then we were able to use that equity for this house. And now just because of the price they, they sold us this house, what we've put into it just so far, we've only been here a few months. um, And the equity we put in, I mean, if we were to sell it, we could sell it and walk away with a lot of, we could actually buy an acreage straight out. Not one like this, but we could buy um, many, many acreages straight out with total cash if we chose to, to, to go. So when I kind of looked at it from that, that picture, I was like, wow, stop complaining like get off that road not that I had that analogy back then and so you know part of it of course was working with with Gary and Simone in February and then you know just seeing my rings I'm I'm sure it was like early April when I had that epiphany you know just like holy shit like stop whining and look at what you do have be grateful for what you do have and not the grateful for what you do have Um, not that forced gratitude for what you do have. I've done that so many times where I'm just forcing it. And it's like, no, but like truly grateful. Like I'm so grateful for even those two rings. I'm grateful for this home that we could, if suddenly we just, you know, for whatever reason chose to, we could just sell it and and go buy a a smaller place, but buy it for cash. Like it's, there's so much to be grateful for. There's so much wealth that we all have in maybe different ways than we think there should be. And, and what are you creating? 
Like really, and that's a great question when you're on either one of those roads. Again, if you're on that road where you're whining and you're focusing on what isn't working and you're, you're spinning and you're talking to your friends and family about how horrible it is, what are you creating? <sighs> Everything that brings up me to start and create it all and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine potpock shorts, boys and beyonds. And then also be willing to ask yourself that same question when you are asking for what you would like, when you are playing with the possibilities, when you are wondering uh, whatever it is, like when you're in that space, when you're on the road that's creating more, be also willing to look at what are you creating there? Because that has helped me a lot when I'm acknowledging that too, because it's Sometimes we spend kind of the same energy, right, of being on that road that doesn't create more. Then we focus on, well, we've been on that road that doesn't create more and we're so wrong. We should be on a different road because that one doesn't create more. And, you know, like we spin in that. So also make sure that you're acknowledging what you're creating when you are choosing greater, when you are choosing different, even if it's only for five minutes out of an entire day. Like acknowledge what you're choosing, what you're creating when you're in that space. And it reminds me of the very first maestro class uh, that Day never had. It was in Venice and there was, you know, with the maestro class, in case you're not familiar, it takes a lot to actually get to a maestro class in terms of what the prereqs are. So by the time you're at maestro class, you, you probably should have all of the tools pretty much in access uh, and be familiar with them. And so... It started out like most other classes. So a person would go to the microphone, talk about their problem, Dane would facilitate them. Next person, go to the microphone, talk about their problem, Dane would facilitate them, kind of the same thing. And I mean, I'm sitting there listening, kind of like, la-di-da, this is, you know, this is great, I'm a maestro and, and we're, we're doing what we've always done. Not realizing, and then uh, this beautiful, beautiful gal, her name is Melanie, and she went to the microphone and she said, to all of us, guys, is this a conversation we truly desire to be having? And it was like, holy shit, no, like no, it wasn't the conversation because we could have that conversation at the COP class, we could have it at Symphony of Possibilities, we could have it at Foundation, we could have that conversation a million places, but there's not any other place that you can have a conversation like you can have at a maestro class. So you want to be having those, those conversations at that maestro class. So if you look in your life, you look at who you last had a conversation with, look at who you enjoy spending time with, or look at who you spend time with. Maybe you don't enjoy it, but look at who you do spend time with. Are those the conversations you truly desire to be having? And if they're not, what is it going to take to change them? And are you willing to be that different? I remember years and years ago, there was a group of friends that I hung out with. And it was kind of this space of if one, there was kind of only seemed to be one person, although maybe they did it to me too. Uh, but there was, a, if she was never with us or if she wasn't with us, then the conversation would be about her and what she's doing in her life and what she shouldn't be doing in her life and how she needs to stop doing what she's doing. Like all of that judgment and gossip and all of that. And I remember it took me a long time, but I finally said, I don't want to have these conversations anymore. If we wouldn't say it, if she was sitting here, I don't want to say it anymore. And, and it was, it was, I wasn't making them wrong. It was like us as a group for me, really it required to change. And it was way before access, but it was just, it just felt so crappy. And then I would feel so bad later because it was like, I wouldn't have said those things in front of her. I wouldn't have had that conversation in front of her. And yet I call myself her friend. That's not a friend. That's a cunt. <laughs> Everything that just brought up, wait, just right on great. All returned to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine potpock shorts, boys and beyonds. And it took a while, but we stopped. And if it starts up and every once in a while it will, I just leave. And I don't mean I leave in a huff or anything like that. People probably don't even know what's going on. Most times I just leave the room. 
Because it's like, I don't need to have that doesn't work for me. And those people who are having the conversation are not wrong for having it. So I don't need to make them wrong. I don't need to tell them that they're wrong. I just look at, okay, that's what they're choosing in this 10 seconds. What am I going to choose based on that? Oh, I'm going to get up and leave the room and go do something else. And it just totally changed it for me. And I don't mean I've never done it since about anybody, because of course I have, I have chose it. And, and I'm a lot less likely to now than ever before. And I'm so freaking grateful for that. Because really, what is the conversation you'd like to be having? Like if you think of, you know, often people talk about wanting like-minded friends or, or I usually talk to them about changing the word to playmates because like-minded friends often takes a lot of judgment. So like if you think of, you know, somebody that you would just love or maybe don't even know the person, but the energy of what you'd like to be playing with and the friendships you'd like to be having, like what are those conversations? What are those conversations that you would like to be having? And, and what would it take to add them to who you be now, who you hang out with now? And maybe it's an absolute no. Maybe you, the conversations you'd like to be having are impossible. There's no way you could have them with the people that you hang out with now. Okay, universe, what would it take for more playmates to show up as if by magic? Universe, what can I be and do different today to, to create more playmates right away? Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, online, put back shorts, boys and beyonds. And I use the word playmates because that's really ultimately, at least for me, I mean, playmates matches the energy better than anything else. Friends to me, and I did a radio show. Again, we'll put a link in there. Um, it's, I think it's called How Friends Control You. And, and the energy of the words friends for me just doesn't work because of the crazy that I've chose around friends for my entire life. So playmates really works for me. If friends works for you, you could, you could use that instead. It doesn't matter. But it's like, really, what would you like to be? What conversations would you like to be having? If you were going to sit down with somebody who really inspires you, would you tell them about, you know, how horrible the day was and how bad the traffic was and how frustrated you were at work and how annoying people could be on the telephone? Like, would you have those conversations? Or would you actually be having a different conversation? I tell you what, I would be having a different conversation. I think of, you know, Richard Branson. I mean, oh my gosh, how cool would it be to have a conversation with him? And I would not be talking about any of that stuff with him. Or Oprah. You know, Oprah is a huge inspiration for me. Mostly, I think, just because I watched her growing up. You know, she was on at four o'clock, so by the time I got home from school and I could watch her and uh, she would interview the people that, you know, a lot of times were the stars that I like to watch on TV shows and stuff. But, but she would talk about her and her real life. And there was something in that that I loved so much. I was so inspired by it. And so if I was going to have a conversation with her, it wouldn't be about how annoyed I was with, you know, the Staples company, the Staples print center for being late delivering my manuals or whatever it might be. Like those are not the conversations. So what if we treated ourselves like those people that, you know, for me, Richard Branson, Oprah, Ellen would be another one, you know, treat ourselves like that. If we wouldn't have those conversations with those with, you know, with them, don't have them with yourself. Don't have them with other people. Like, look at what works for you. Look at what lights you up. Look at what you can create when you're actually on the road and choosing to have conversations with yourself and other people about what does light you up, about what does create more of what, what you would like on the planet. Yeah, so anything that doesn't allow you to treat you like the phenomenal being that you truly be, we destroy and uncreate all that and return it to center with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, putt, puck, shorts, boys and beyonds. And what energy, space and consciousness can you and your body be to honor you for all eternity? Anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic, we destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine pot shorts, boys and beyonds. Yeah, so on that note, we're going to head to break and we'll be right back. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? From across Europe, New York to California, Australia, and across Canada, along with her beautiful acreage near Edmonton, Alberta. Plus, you can also join many of Glenise's phenomenal classes, live streamed from the comfort of your home. Check Glenise's schedule at GleniseHughes.com. If you would like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. GleniseHughes.com. Did you know that Glenise travels the world facilitating classes, possibilities, and awesomeness? She does. From Ireland to England, across Europe to the Netherlands, and from Guatemala to Nicaragua to Mexico, and her center of possibilities in Lloydminster, Canada. There will be more places added, so find out if Glenise will be in your area. Be sure to check her schedule on www.glenise.net for more information about where Glenise will be visiting next. If you'd like Glenise to come to your area, contact her for the possibilities. www.glenise.net. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You're tuned in to The Glenise Show. Want to find out more about what Glenise and the show are about? Visit GleniseHughes.com. Again, that's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E Hughes.com. Now, back to our show. Welcome back, everybody. So we are talking about which road are you on? Are you on the road to creating more? Or are you on the road to creating less? And what I love is that you don't have to shift, you know, and take a detour and take two hours to get to the other road. You literally, in the blink of an eye, could choose to be on a different road. Like whatever road you would like to be, you can hop back and forth. And that's what I love because you don't have to be in the space of, oh, I've been, you know, I've been cranky all day and I've been judgy and I've been, you know, creating less all day. So it's going to take me five days to, to shift gears and to get on the other road. It's like, no, the minute you even contemplate or consider the other road, you can be there. Like all you really need to do is go, how does it get any better than this? Or what else is possible that I have never even considered? Or what's it going to take to change this? What can I be and do different right now to change this right away? Like you just have to go to question. Or shift the energy. I mean, question to me is one of the quickest and most ease ways to shift the energy. But you could even just think of, for me, I could think of my swimming pool and that shifts the energy for me right away. I could look at my rings and that can shift the energy for me right away. So it's like really in that moment that you know you're not creating more, what could you actually choose? What thought, what memory, what action, which space, what question Like, really, what could you choose in that moment? And although I say it a lot, I'm not sure if people really believe me, but it's 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 true for me is that acknowledging and the awareness is is step one. So if you're willing to even acknowledge that you are on the road to creating less, you are a million times further ahead than those who don't. Because it's in that moment of awareness that, oh, wait, I'm on this, I'm on this shitty road right now to go, oh, because if you acknowledge it, then you can change it. And the really cool thing is like acknowledge that you chose to be on the road that doesn't create more, which means you can also choose to be on the road that does create more. Like it's so simple, it kind of in that terms and in this analogy, for me anyway, hoping it's that simple for you guys. Um, but really, like which road? Which road's going to create the most? What would be the most fun? And then in that moment, like truly what else is possible? 
and what else is possible and what else is possible. So anything that doesn't allow you to acknowledge where you're at and what you're choosing and what you're creating with what you're choosing, we destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pop, pop, shorts, boys and beyonds. And anything that doesn't allow you to be an allowance of where you're at, will you destroy and uncreate all that and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pop, pop, shorts, boys and beyonds. Because it is a funny trick that we often play is that we maybe will acknowledge that we're on the road that doesn't create more. And then instead of just choosing something different, like in that split second, we go into oh, and I shouldn't be there. And I was there last week and I'm horrible and blah, 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 blah. Like we get back. Well, we basically dig our heels in on the road that doesn't create more. We distract ourselves with the judging of ourselves for what we have chose instead of like, oh, oh, look, here's here I am on this road. Wow. Is it creating more? No. Okay. So what could I choose to change it? Like split second, baby, split second. So anything that doesn't allow you to be in allowance of you and every choice you make and every choice you've ever made. Anything that doesn't allow that, we destroy and uncreate at all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pot, shorts, boys and beyonds. Yeah. So I wanted to invite you guys to something and it Maybe by the time you hear this, it will be full. I am only um, having six people in it. Just it's my first time running it. I will be running it again. So don't worry if you've missed out. Uh, You won't have missed out because I'll run it again. It's called Creating Your Magical Life Through Awareness. It is a two and a half day intensive where we are going to go through intensive training on reading and trusting your awareness, because that is what I hear from people over and over and over is that is so freaking difficult for them. So we're going to do that. But we're also going to go through using that awareness. Once you've got all of the clarity on it and you're trusting you, we're going to go step by step through every area of your life and look at what do you desire? Like, what would be fun for you? What does light you up? And we're not stopping there. From there, we're actually going to go into what's the action plan? So by the time the two and a half days is up, you actually have clarity on awareness, on how you read your awareness, and an action, like a step-by-step desire and action plan all in one. Now, This is running next week already. So May 9th, May 10th, May 11th, two and a half days. It's online, but it is limited to six people. So if you haven't seen the information about it and you would like information, just reach out and I will send you the link. And again, it will be, I will run it more often. So um, if you would like more information for another date, because that might be really close, uh, just let me know and I will let you know. I don't know the dates for further ones yet, just yet, but I will soon. So would love for you to come and play and really like create a magical life through awareness. Because awareness is our, our number one thing. With awareness, we can create all sorts of magic. Really, even what we've been talking about in this radio show, right? The awareness of which road you're on. The minute that you're willing to have that awareness of which road you're on is the minute you can change it. It's the same as creating a magical life. The awareness of what you would like to create is is relevant. And then the action steps of how to create it. Because that's where I see so many people fail. It's not so much the dreaming, although it can be. People can get stuck in that too. But often for people, that's quite ease. But what they don't have the awareness of is what are the action steps? What's it actually going to take for them to create it? And then that's usually where they lose their um, their momentum. And then they go back into the old habits. So it's like, let's get together. Let's shift and change this. Let's absolutely exponentialize the awareness so that you can create the magical life that you've always known is possible. Yeah. So, all right. So let me see what else is there to talk about with the road that you're on. Oh, it's such a fun analogy for me. Yeah. And here's kind of a fun clearing that comes up as I kind of look at the energy of it. So anywhere that you're one of the creators of creating less and choosing choices that create less, 
Will you revoke, recant, rescind, renounce, denounce, reclaim, destroy, and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And everywhere you're punishing you more with that creation than anyone else on the planet, will you revoke, recant, rescind, renounce, denounce, reclaim, destroy, and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And anywhere you're waiting to be paid for that creation, Will you revoke, recant, rescind, renounce, denounce, reclaim, destroy, and uncreate it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, putt, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Because that really is, you know, this whole thing of, I know it sounds funny, but we've, we've lived four trillion years. So we have been and done everything. Even the things that you think are the most horrific things on the planet, we've done them. And that's usually where our judgment of those things come from is because we've done them. So with this, we've actually created things. We've created phenomenal things that have changed the world. And we have created some shit things that didn't contribute to the world at all. And so when we're a creator of something or one of the creators of something, it has just a kind of a funny energy on it. And usually we use that thing against us more than most people. So then it's just the simple clearings of, you know, the, 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 the creating of it. You want to revoke, uh, rescind that. You also want to clear everywhere you're punishing yourself with it. And then also clear anywhere you're waiting to be paid for it. Cause that could have been part of it. And it's not significant. You go, don't need to go out and tell your friends and family that you're one of the creators of anything. Just clear it and move forward with it. It's just, in my experience, it just changes so much when we're willing to let that go. Because, I mean, most of us don't have cognitive memory of that. So we don't really understand why something seems so difficult to change or why we've maybe worked on it a bunch of times and it hasn't changed. And that is often why. It's because we're the creators of it and we're not allowing ourselves to change it because of, you know, the punishing and that sort of stuff. So... So yeah, that's a, that's a fun clearing. I always think it always kind of makes people go, what? And I love to do it to ask them like, so truth, are you one of the creators of it? Because, you know, before I usually say it before I say, don't like you, you, even though you might not know what this means, just let me know if it's light or heavy for you because it totally shifts it for them because they don't know what it means, but they'll get their own awareness, especially because they don't know what it means. So that's often kind of fun to play with that way too. So yeah, so yeah you know what now that's cleared then it doesn't matter now you will have even more choice of which road you would like to be on and the awareness of which one creates more and the awareness that you can choose that one if you wish and the allowance if you don't choose it everything that brings up we destroy and uncreate it all return to center with consciousness right wrong good bad online put fuck shorts boys beyonds it's like every time i talk about the awareness there's a bit of a thud in in the energy of it so or sorry talk about the allowance that's the energy it's like everywhere that you've decided that you can't have allowance for you you don't deserve allowance. You shouldn't get allowance. I don't know. Whatever all of that crazy is, we destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine putt pock shorts, boys and beyonds. Because really, if you're not going to be allowance for you, you're not going to be allowance for anybody. It has to start with you. You have to be willing to be allowance for you. And we say be allowance instead of have allowance. Because what's more true is that we be allowance. That's, that's what we be. We be allowance. But we bastardize it into it being less than. We bastardize it into something that it isn't. We bastardize it into frustration. We bastardize it into judgment. And it's like, that's not us. What's, what's true for us is infinite allowance. Yeah. So what energy, space, and consciousness can you and your body be to be the infinite allowance that you truly be? Anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic, we destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine pop box shorts, boys and beyonds. And anyone that you're mimicking by not choosing allowance for you, we destroy and uncreate all that, return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine pop box shorts, boys and beyonds. And whose lies, what lies, and how many beingnesses are you using? to create the never being the allowance of you are you choosing everything that is we discern and create at all times a godzillion 
right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys and beyonds. How many jails are you using to create the dominance of E equals MC squared, creating the never choosing allowance for you? Are you choosing everything that is? We just turn and create at all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys and beyonds. I'm going to run them this way too. So whose lies, what lies, and how many beingnesses are you using to create the judgment of you are you choosing? Everything that is, we just run and create at all times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. How many jails are you using to create the dominance of E equals MC squared? Creating the judgment of you are you choosing? Everything that is, we just run and create it all and return it to center with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah, because really, I mean, you could always, you can always do kind of the, uh, the both opposites and, and clear both. Sometimes one has more energy than the other, depending on, on what it is. And if you were really, truly choosing to be the infinite allowance that you be and the infinite awareness you be, Really, what could you create on the planet? <sighs> Anything that doesn't allow you to perceive, know, be, and receive that, we just turn and create it all and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And you know, I'm thinking of if you've ever like watched, a, maybe you've watched a TV series when you were younger and then you went back to it, like say 10 years later and you tried to watch it and you're like, what the hell was wrong with me? Like, how did I even enjoy this? Like, I'm wondering what it would be like to have that energy about the road that doesn't create more. Like, you know, have it be so foreign to you. Have, have you be so different that that when anytime you like even put your baby toe on that road, you're like, oh, this is dumb. Like, I'd rather choose anything but this. <laughs> so anything that doesn't allow that way to start and create it all. Yeah, right, wrong, good, battle, nine, but rock, shorts, boys and beyonds. And it's not that we want to like, you know, make it never a choice because then we're excluding it but really just to know just to be aware and to know and to know and to know what that does what choosing that does when we choose to be on that road what it actually creates and you probably have lots of examples in your life of what that creates right like look at myself for for you know, prior to seeing my rings and kind of getting my head out of my ass was like, I was just creating more and more. And, and it wasn't even the amount of the credit card past expenditures, like, of course, that too. And it was more the judgment of me about them. Like that, that was probably the most, the, the harshest that I've been on myself in a long time. And an interesting choice, like not right, not wrong. And how does it get any better that I have another choice and another choice and another choice and another choice and, and then another choice. <laughs> and I just wanted to say quickly before I end that um, I talked about credit card past expenditures. So in access, we don't use the word debt. Well, it's not that we don't use it, but the word debt has a very particular energy to it. And it's often connected or related to debtor's prison. So when we talk about debt, it's usually from a place of it never changing. So I refer to it as much as I remember, because I even know in this show a few times I called it credit card debt, um, you know, that I call it past expenditures. And of course, not all of it's credit cards, some of the line of credit and stuff like that. But, you know, just to, to refer to them as past expenditures. And for like I said earlier, for me personally, I don't see a mortgage as a past expenditure that whether that's right, wrong, it doesn't matter. What I know for me is it creates more and and it is it's just what is and and of course you could call it a past expenditure also so just really recognizing the again the energy of words and what are you creating like when you say the word debt does it feel light and airy or does it feel heavy and contractive because i know for me when i say past expenditures i don't there's actually not a heaviness to it whatsoever but the debt there there really is for me. So again, if, if that doesn't isn't there for you, you don't have to change the word of it. But I just kept meaning to throughout the show explain why I was talking funny if it sounded funny to some of you. So 
All right, so let's finish with what energy, space, and consciousness can you and your body be to physically actualize an unreal, unbelievable, fantastic, phenomenal, unfathomable, magical, miraculous reality, totally beyond this reality, with total ease and joy and glory. Anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic, we destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Have an awesome week, everyone, and I look forward to chatting with you next week. Thank you for making The Glenice Show part of your life. Listen again next week, Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and continue changing your life.